come on, 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 Church, I bring you greetings. I'm so excited this morning. Great, great Thank great you so much, great Pastor great Gordon. Great Thank you so much, Dr. Garrison. This is my high school. I am so happy. Jared my God today, let me say to all of you, can, can you please be seated? Let me say to all of you young people, keep on keeping on. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Keep Christ in front of your life. Keep Christ in front of your life. My God today, I tell you, wow. Wow with all of the neg negative things that are happening with young people, isn't it a privilege to come and see young people who have given themselves over to Jesus Christ. Praise the name of Jesus. We applaud you. We applaud you. Praise God. Thank you so much. Lord bless you. Oh my God, thank you. Our Father and our God, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. It is by him that we live, move, and have our being. We bow prostrate before your presence, confessing that we are wrong and you are right. Confessing that we are weak, but thou art strong. We pray that you would minister out of your word to our hearts in Jesus' name. Convict, convince, if need be, convert. In his name we pray, amen. amen. Church, amen. 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 Praise the name of Jesus, and thank you again, Dr. Jared Rosenberg. I really appreciate the professional skill, dexterity of this young adult choir. Praise God. We're in Isaiah chapter 1, Isaiah chapter 1, and uh, last week our propositional phrase, our emphasis was on fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear, timidity, but of power, love, and of a disciplined mind, and we, we kind of conveyed to you that all of us have fears, and Fear of failure, fear of intimacy, fear of loneliness, fear of the future. Fear, 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 fear. And the psalmist David said, I will fear no evil. Our emphasis this week is on sight. In Isaiah chapter 1, when you get it, say amen. amen. And verse 18, come down and let us reason together, say of the Lord, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow, though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Eye examinations are helpful, but yet humbling. Helpful because we learn the truth about our sight. 
humbling because we may need to transition to a different bifocal. And spiritually, sight and light are synonymous. You can't say you have spiritual sight with no spiritual light. Light and sight are interchangeable and in some cases, amen, when we look at the physical sight, it's that our eyes begin to dim. This is a light problem that affects our sight. So many people came to Jesus and said, I see. And Jesus knew they couldn't see. Romans 10 tells us that God gave the Jews a spirit of stupor that with eyes they could not see and with ears they could not hear. To see denotes that there is a power, that is, there is a person behind me being able to see truth. And that truth shall set you free. And when we look at this matter of sight, uh, once you have spiritual sight in Jesus Christ, then God gives you, now listen to this, a perspective on your hindsight. Let me stop, pause, and park. Once Jesus gives me sight, of who he is and amen what he has done and what he continues to do then I have perspective on my past I have hindsight I'm a sinner saved by grace do I have a witness I did nothing to earn it I didn't choose myself God chose me God called me, God, uh, yeah, God predestined me, God made me part of the beloved, God did everything. No man can come to me unless the Father first draw him, amen, and all that have come to me, I have lost none, no man can pluck them. Out of my hand. I don't guilt trip about my past, although I wasn't saved. Grew up in South Philadelphia, went in the military seven years, went around the world, and 68 to 74, did everything I could do. And when I got saved and started learning the doctrine of Jesus Christ, soteriology and pneumatology, doctrine of the Holy Spirit, ecclesiology, when I start learning the Bible and truth, there was no reason to feel guilty about my past because it was the Lord that snatched me out of hell with smoke still in my garments. Lord, have mercy. And, I, and I, I, I'm, I'm eternally thankful that God looked past my faults. I'm preaching already. And ministered to my needs. 
For by grace are ye saved. That's love you don't deserve. Can I get a witness? Through faith. And that faith is not yours. It's the gift of God unless any man should boast. So God is so deep that God elected us. Let me see if I can pull up this mentonym. He elected us. Election called up mercy. Mercy, I got this no good sinner that needs to be saved. Mercy called up grace. Grace called up calling. And chosen and predestination. And when God got finished, he says, now you need faith to believe in my finished work. You, you, need, you need a supernatural faith to believe that I am who I said I am. I'm the son of God and God the son. I do have the witness. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was born in Bethlehem of Ephrata. Can I, I lived 33 years and amen. And then they put me to death and on the cross. And, 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 and then three days later, I got up with all power in my hand. I do have a witness. And, and, and for you to believe that, I got to give you faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, because you would have never believed that on your own. Because everything that God does is not logical. I do have a witness. Uh, there are people in hell this morning that live better than we did. I'm preaching up in this place, Todd. There, there are people who will be eternally in the lake of fire who had better hearts than we had, better minds than we had. But they didn't know Jesus. They do have a witness up in the house. So, 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 I got perspective on my hindsight. When I look back, I wonder how I got over. When I, when I look back, I know it was him. Can I get a witness? When I look back, there were no accidents, there were appointments. Uh, my angel, Hebrews 1.14, walked with me from my mother's womb till I go home and be with the Lord. Right now, my angel's standing here beside me. Do I have a witness? My angel was with me when I was in the world. My angel was with me when I was cutting up. My angel was with me when I was out of fellowship with God. My angel, my angel, my angel was there with me when I was in a car accident. House fire. Do I have a witness? Don't you ever believe you got out by luck? There is no luck. You got out because great is he that's in me than he that's in the world. So God gives us perspective on our hindsight, but he gives us peace on our foresight. I don't worry about my future. When, when I die, I'm going to be home with the Lord. I'm saved. Can I, I don't need no preacher up here over my casket trying to get me in. I'm in. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Uh, in the Greek, to be is to be. In other words, there's no lapse of time. To be absent is to be present. So the moment you die is the moment you're in heaven. Do I have a witness? Yeah, 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 you up there with the Lord. Before the undertaker gets your body, you in glory. Before you fully hit the floor, you in glory. 
Can I get a witness? Child of God, that is God has fixed this thing so that we don't suffer in death. When this earthly house dissolves, I have another building eternal in the heavens. Isn't that good news? Paul says, for now, the time of my departure has come. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Paul, Paul said, I'm not crying. I'm not. Paul, Paul said, the time is here. The word departure means to let a ship sail. Can I, to let a bird go from a cage. Can I get a witness? Uh, the time of my departure has come. And Paul said, but I fought a good fight. Fight of faith. I finished my course. And I kept the faith now and there's laid up for me a crown of righteousness. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I got a perspective on hindsight. I got a piece about foresight. Here it is. I got power with insight. My present time, I'm at peace with. I'm running for Jesus. Do I have a witness? And 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 and, and so and so and so, uh, this 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 ability to have sight. Hmm. This ability to have sight. When we go to get our eyes checked physically, the ophthalmologists or optometrists or whatever you want to call them, they they put us in a dark room and they put a button in your hand. And they say, when you see the flashing light, hit the button. The test is for your peripheral sight. There's a, there's a little blinking flashing light way over here. And out of the side of your peripheral, you hit the button. Got it. Then another one flashes over there. Got it. But three didn't flash, but you pushed the button anyhow. Some of us think we got sight. We don't know sight. And then, and then they take you from that test into another room, Sister Hicks, and they put you behind a machine. And then the E-chart, listen to this, is 20 feet away from that machine. That's where we get our term 2020 vision. If you can read that chart from that machine, you have 2020 vision. I can't read it. I used to have 2020. So here's what they do. They sit there and say, uh, read the smallest line on the chart, and we just butcher that. You call a Z a T, you call a, a B a F, you call, and, and, isn't that right? We, and he says, well, uh, forget that. Go one line up. <laughs> no, I can't read that. Go another line up. And as you are... Watching this chart, listen to Pastor, he's flicking lenses. And everything becomes clearer. And we get happy, don't we? Oh, I can see that. T-V-G-G-G-G-G. Well, the part you didn't consider, although you're happy, is that the more lenses he flicks, the thicker your bifocal going to be. So you're liable to come up with some Coke bottles. 
That, that's the test. And what God does in testing our sight puts us in a dark room. And he begins to let lights flash to see if we can spot the lights. He puts us behind this makeshift machine called life and let trials and tribulations come in. And all the time he's flicking lenses for you to be able to see him in all your stuff. If I can just see Jesus, if I, if I, if I, if I can just see Jesus, when my children are hurting, if I can just see Jesus, when the marriage is on the rocks, if I can just see Jesus when the money's funny, if I, if I can just see Jesus when I feel like throwing a towel in, then I'll have the victory. Mm. My Lord. Here in Isaiah... Isaiah is the, a prophet called to preach to Judah during the reign of four kings. And in preaching from 739 B.C. to 686 B.C., he came from a family of rank. Why do you say Isaiah came from a family of rank? Because he had easy access to the king and to the priesthood. He knew somebody. Uh, and, and, and he was married with two sons, and their, their names being delineated in Hebrew means remnant return. He's preaching. He's prophesying. Tradition says that Isaiah was ultimately placed in a hollow log and sawed in half. He was sawed asunder for his faithfulness to God. Don't stop expecting the church to make you a movie star. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. There's pain in this calling, but greater is he. God's not going to leave you there. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so Isaiah, the book of Isaiah is called the miniature Bible because there are 66 chapters in the Bible, 66 books in the Bible, 66 chapters in Isaiah, and the first 39 is all judgment, and the next 27 is the joy of restoration. It's, it's like a miniature Bible. And Isaiah, the prophet, Lord have mercy, is prophesying to Judah and he's telling Judah their spiritual condition. Lord have mercy. In the first chapter, verse 2, Hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth, for the Lord hath spoken. I have never and brought up children, and they have rebelled against me. The ox knoweth his owner, and the ass knoweth his, crab, his master's crib, but... Uh, Israel does not know, my people does not consider, it's a sinful nation. 
like our nation is. Pray for the healing of this nation. It's sinful. There's wickedness in high places. I'm preaching up in this place now. Let's call it what it is. There's people who lie. There's people who commit crime and yet nothing happens to them but the same crime you would do 50 years. They're not concerned about the welfare of people. Concerned about being rich. Uh, if you want to know the will of God, check out how a nation treats its poor. We are living in a wicked time. And since the church is not preaching truth anymore, we can come to church and still not hear truth. It's going to get tight up in here today. Can I get a witness? It's going to get tight. God, his word tells us that all of these pollutions of the world are not to come to his people. We ought to turn away from them. Mm -hmm. All the things that would handicap us from a fruitful life. God calls sin. If you were here Wednesday, there's three types of sin. David talked about in Psalm 40, Psalm 51, when he said, Create in me, Barah is the Hebrew word. Create in me a clean heart. And, 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 and folk, folk don't even understand what David was saying. The reason David could, could commit adultery and murder and everything, but the reason he was considered a man after God's own heart, because David had, amen, a conviction on the inside. Can I get, he didn't try to okay his sin. He called it what God called it. I'm preaching up in this place. That is, sin is calling right wrong and wrong right. Create means there's nothing in me for you to make over a new heart. I, I don't need God to come in and rehabilitate. I need redemption. I don't need God to come in and, and, and perform some uh, yeah tasks. No, I need a clean heart. I need a whole nother heart. And when he says create, how did God create? I'm glad you asked me. In theology, it's called ex nihilo. God spoke things into existence. You will have a witness. And, and David is saying, speak into existence a new heart. I need a new heart because my heart is all messed up. I need a new mouth. I need a new mind. I need a new will because it's all messed up. You see, son, until you see yourself, you're blind. Blind as a bat with sunglasses on. You're blind. And here's the insult. You think you can see my sins, but you can't even see your own sins. why Jesus said in John chapter 8, classic religious leaders came to Jesus said we caught this woman in the very act of adultery now to catch in the act, they had to bust in the bedroom in that act we caught her in the very act I don't know where the man was, but we caught her in the very act now Moses told us we ought to stone her, what do you have to say? Jesus ain't opened his mouth. He got on his knee. He just started writing on the ground. 
in the dirt. He took his finger. Remember, it was the finger of God that created everything. He, it was the finger of God that gave Moses the commandments. It was the finger of God. Y'all ain't praying with me. He, he was writing something in the dirt. Nobody knows, no theologian, no uh, commentator knows what he was writing. But let me take a stab. He was probably writing the names of the women they had been to bed with. Yeah. Nefertira. Yeah. Sumacera. And, and Jesus said, ah, let him that is without, no, wait a minute, don't go too far, specificity, this sin, yeah. cast the first stone. Yeah. You cannot throw stones when you live in a glass house. Yeah. Oh, I'm preaching up in here, Doc. Hmm. Mm. And then after the Bible says the, the from the oldest to the youngest, the men went out. The Viagra crowd went out first. <laughs> can't we open these scriptures now? Can't, 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 can't we open these scriptures? And then he was left alone with the woman. And Jesus looked at the woman, and she was a prostitute. He looked at the woman and said, have no man accused you? She said, no man, Lord. He said, neither do I. Go and sin no more. Didn't he say that? Ah, Jesus. What a Lord. That's just what he did to my life. <laughs> Just what he did to my life. He forgave me of all of my sins. That's why I'm transparent. That's why I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. That's, that's why I brag him up in a heartbeat. I'll tell you if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? Can I get a witness? Because I was in some mess. And, and child of God said this morning, when you go from mess to ministry, there's a big void there. Uh, won't, won't the Lord bring you out of your mess? And then when he becomes your medicine, he puts you in ministry. Uh, between the mess and the ministry, there's got to be some medicine. Uh, do I have a witness? A bomb in Gilead to heal the sin sick soul. And if God should mark iniquities, who could stand? Do I have a witness? A man named Jesus. So God comes along in the 18th verse, real quick. Come, invitational. It's an invitation of grace. The priests are corrupt. The nation is corrupt. Mm, the people are corrupt. That's why Jesus made a, a, a whip and ran the money changers out of the temple. They were corrupt. Poor people bringing their little lamb to be sacrificed. And the priests would look at the lamb so they could make money and, and mark it up and say, no, this, this, this lamb is defiled. You can't use this. You got to use one of our lambs. And it's going to cost you $15. The priests, there's pastors that are corrupt. They're trying to live a double life. They think they're great. Yeah, don't get quiet now. 
Churches are corrupt. You bring all that mess up in here. And then got a nerve to sit there talking about praise ye him. Why? Because they can't see themselves. When God shows you yourself, you don't get high-minded, you get humble. God, God shows you yourself, you get low. In fact, when God shows you yourself, you really sit there and say, I don't know why the I don't know why he saved me. I don't know why he cares. I don't know why he sacrificed his life, but I'm but I'm so glad he did. The stench of sin. Come let us reason together. Now, what a God. Now, I, I don't even know how. I know I'm older than some of y'all, but my mother, my mother and father, they never say, come let us reason. <laughs> oh, I can look back and laugh. Boy, I can laugh. Oh, like they had a memory, right? Keep it up. Keep it up. And then when they grabbed you with that belt. Now, I ain't talking abuse. I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about breaking their spirit, breaking their wills. I was in a shop right, I told you, and a young lady had her little baby, and he must have been two or three years old. You know, terrible twos. And he's in the cart. And she said, come on, Johnny, help mommy out. No. No. And he spit. No. And the mother said, come on, don't, please don't embarrass, don't embarrass mommy. And I was behind her shaking. <laughs> because I thought about my mother, man. I never heard of a temper tantrum in the hood. We had no temper tantrums. Getting on the floor of Sears and Robots and, 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 and a little screaming. We, we had, I bought you in this world. Y'all know what I'm talking about. We ain't never had no temper tantrums. There was none. And then, I, I don't mean no harm. I, I don't you, you know, we're not abusing. Then when they grab you and they start whipping you, they start talking to you. Then they talk to you. And you talk back. I ain't going to do it no more. I know you ain't going to do it no more. I know you ain't going to do it no more. Lord have mercy. Mm. Some of y'all looking at me saying, that's why he's so crazy. No, I'm clothed in my right mind. We had boundaries. Can I get a witness? If my mother was talking to one of her friends, we didn't sit there and look in their mouth. Ain't nobody here your age. Get out of here. Can I get a witness? Didn't, didn't we have boundaries? Didn't we come to church every Sunday? We didn't come in jeans. People in South Philly didn't even wear jeans to the 70s. We wore silken wools. Eat your heart out. We had suits on every Sunday. In church every Sunday. Sunday school, church every Sunday. Wasn't saved either because we went out and sinned like the wild, but we was in church. 
every Sunday. Not the Bedside Baptist Church. We was in church. You know why? Because they believe God. Bring up a child in the way they should go. And when they get old, they will not depart. Then we come back. Now it may have taken some things to get us back. But then we come back. Because when Christ is planted, you always come back. Look at the prodigal son. He said, uh, why am I here eating corn husk with pigs when my father is rich? So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go back home. And the boy started rehearsing. I'm going to tell my father, father, I have sinned against you in heaven. I'm no good, father. I've sinned against you. And just make me a higher servant. And, 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 and the boy was rehearsing. How many of y'all have rehearsed? Yeah. Uh-huh. Before you got back to the church, it might have been rehearsing in jail, might have been rehearsing, Lord have mercy, in the hospital, but uh, somewhere you and I rehearse. Let us reason together. Let's talk through this. Say of the Lord. Look at verse 19. If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse, verse 20, and rebel, you shall be devoured with the sword. For the mouth of the Lord have spoken it. Verse 22, your silver will become dross. Your wine will be mixed with water. Amen. And, and see, it's not only here in Isaiah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to move along. But it's also in other Old Testament books that... God said, I'm going to hurt everybody because of their sin. I'm going to hurt the drunkard because I'm going to, amen, bring judgment on the vine. You get your wine from the vine, I'm going to hit the vine. So you have no more wine. And do I have a witness? God, God, God was instrumental. Uh, amen. I'll hit your crops. I'll hit your animals. I'll, I'll hit your... God was instrumental in bringing them back to himself and we got to see your sins as a video we got to see and we got to hear the voice we got to hear the venue of God come invitational let us reason now 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 uh, child of God been there done that God's waiting for us with open arms to be honest with him Lord, I've blown this, and I'm coming to you in grace, through grace and mercy, to receive forgiveness. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Second thing here is another invitation, Isaiah 55. Turn to your right. Come on out. Let's hear the pages. Isaiah 55. Praise the Lord. Here's another invitation, verse 1. Are you with me? Same book. Now, notice it's after chapter 39, so it's not judgment, it's joy. And, and, and when you look at 59, Hold everyone that thirsteth. Here's the invitation. Come ye to the waters. And he that hath no money, come and buy, eat, yea, by wine and milk without money and without price. 
Wherefore are you spending money for that which is not bread, listen to this, and all of your labor will not satisfy. God's refreshment is for us to see the need for his satisfaction. Let me stop Paul's apart. What you think is going to satisfy, you won't. Only Jesus satisfies. He told a woman at the well, he said, woman, if you knew who I was, you would ask me for water, and I would give you living water. Can I get a witness? Didn't he say that? And, 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 and child of God, child of God, child of God, child of God, the stuff in the world that we thought would satisfy us, the stuff that we, get in, that we got into that we thought would satisfy us, didn't satisfy us. Didn't satisfy us. Didn't satisfy us. The reason I know it didn't satisfy is because you did it again. And again. And again. Anything dealing with the flesh is repetitive. You eat breakfast, you get hungry again, you eat lunch. You eat lunch, you get hungry again, you eat dinner. That anything that we feed this flesh cannot satisfy. Do I have a witness? Don't let this evil, wicked world give you an agenda. Amen. Young ladies, keep your purity. Young men, keep your purity. Amen. Amen. Go to college. Get a degree. Right. Amen. Serve the Lord like you serve in the Lord. It, will, it, is, it, is, it is valuable to serve the Lord. Amen. And then when you get in any kind of situation, the Lord will be there. He, he will remember. He will. Amen. Repay. He will replenish. Uh, Lord have mercy. And I don't have time, but in 55.3, he talks about an everlasting covenant. 55.3, he talks about mercies of David, the Davidic covenant. 55.6, seek the Lord while he may be found. 55.6, call upon him uh, while he is near. 55.7, let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Don't you ever think people get in the way with anything? The law of the harvest is what God established. What you sow is what you reap. Do I have a witness up in the house? Ain't nobody in Washington, D.C. getting away with nothing. Everything they sow, and we sow every day. Every day, we putting seed in the ground, and it's those seeds that's going to come up. You can't sow an apple seed and, 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 and reap a peach seed. Can I, that's why we got to be careful how we sow every day. You ought to sow in love. Sow in mercy. So in kindness, uh, let him return to the law, 55.7. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways. For, 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 for my words shall not return unto me void, empty. Now let me stop pausing part because I can personify that to Jesus. When Jesus left, left heaven and said, make me a body, he's the word, isn't he? Isn't he the word? And he the Logos in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He left heaven, and he couldn't come back void. He couldn't come back empty-handed. When Jesus came back, he led a caravan. He led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and child of God, child of God, I'm coming in. That is, amen. He says in verse 12, for you shall go out with joy and be led out with peace. Remember years ago in the 60s, there was a record. 
I can't get no satisfaction. Oh. Mm. Mm. And I tried. And I tried. And I tried. I think that was 67. And I tried. Righteous, but I can't get no satisfaction. I know some of y'all, because of your weakness, went out and bought some of them lottery tickets. It's over a billion dollars. Yeah, I know you got one. That's all right. But don't bring it here. We don't want the money. Come to my study. Give me a chance to take off my pastor's suit. And all I'll say is when you come into your kingdom, remember me. You know what our real sat you know, you know what really satisfies our soul? Jesus. He's the only one. That can satisfy, a man can't satisfy you, a woman can't satisfy you. He's the only one that can satisfy your soul. He's the only one that can make you whole. Can I get a witness? That, 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 that when we look at Isaiah 55, it, it, it is, again, an invitation of grace. Ah, come to the waters freely. Freely. I know I'm getting old because my father, when I was a little boy, used to take us out to Fairmount Park. And it was this long line in Fairmount Park, the Wissahickon Creek. And everybody had big bottles and jars. And the creek was coming down. No, and everybody was getting water and bottling it up, take, putting it in their car and drinking it. And I said, I, and I asked my dad, I said, he said, yeah, this is Wissahickon Creek. This is pure. We got the water. It was cold. I said, wow. I wouldn't drink something out of Fairmount Park today. <laughs> if you paid me to. But, but child of God, when Jesus says come to the waters freely, you don't have to pay for it. Just get into my presence. And I'll give you peace. Just get into my presence and I'll give you joy. Just, just come into my presence and I'll make you whole. Can I get a witness? Won't he do it, saints? He'll do it. He'll do it. He can change a homosexual. He can change a lesbian. He can change a drunkard. He can change a dope addict. He can change. He, he is who he said he was. He's king of kings. And he's Lord of Lords. My final invitation. Go to Matthew chapter 11. In verse 28 to 30. Kenya, this is your scripture. Yeah, she taught this. Matthew 11. And 28 to 30. Are y'all with me? Don't worry, this this is the last book. Matthew 11. Another come. Verse 28. Now no, no, watch this. Whew, God. Come. Mm. 
unto me. Are y'all, are y'all with me? Yes. Come unto me. Stop. Me is a personal pronoun. Don't go to the counseling department first. Don't go to the church or the pastor. Come unto me. Jesus Christ is the object of our worship. Come, come unto me, all ye that are what? That are uh, 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 all, all ye that labor. Now, now the word labor there is labor with sin. It's a salvation rest. You're labor, you've been laboring with sin. You've been downtrodden. You've been messed up by sin. Won't sin mess you up? Yes, I'm coming in for a land. Won't it mess you up? Yes, sin will mess you up. Yes, it'll mess your mind up. It'll mess your emotions up. Yes, it'll mess your alternatives up. Yes, hmm. Coming to me all you that labor and are heavy laden. That's the, and I'll give you rest. I'll give you a salvation rest. I'll give you a sanctification rest. Two different rests. One is to get you into the family. The other one, now that you're in the family, you got victory. Thank you, Jesus. There was a space between my salvation and my sanctification. Are y'all, are y'all, are y'all, are y'all with me? I, I didn't get saved and get sanctified the same day. Are, are, y'all, are y'all with me? It's called progressive sanctification. Can I get a witness? Uh, 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 child of God, what God does is God gets you into the family, then God works on the fellowship. And, 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 and once, once I get in the family and the fellowship is easy, once I get to the fellowship, can I get a witness? Through faith, now I got favor. Can I get a witness? That, that is, child of God, he says, I will give you rest. Mm. And we're tempted, aren't we tempted? Jared, I, I'm from South Philly, Jared. I got saved. I came out of the military seven years. Got saved. Going to Bible study every week. And stopped doing a whole lot of things I used to do. Gave my life to Christ. And uh, so one day, uh, South Philly was the first people to have cable. Because everybody from West Philly and North Philly used to come down to my house to watch cable. We, we had cable first. Prism. So everybody's cable got cut off. And when the cable got cut off, we all sitting on the front steps in the summertime looking sad. And here come this brother up the street with a cart. And with a ladder in the cart. And he worked for the cable company. So he said, uh, is your cable off? I said, yeah. He said, $25, I'll turn it on for the next year. <laughs> now, in my spirit, I said, that's dishonest. I'm saved. <laughs> I can't do that. Look, look, look. I can't do that. <laughs> I, I just can't do that. So he, he put this little thing up there. Say it's like a blue sticker. Ain't nobody gonna mess with you. I had free cable for a whole year. The Lord, the Lord was convicting me too. That's dishonest. I said, heard you, Lord. 
So we struggle. Don't we struggle? Don't, don't we struggle? We struggle with some things and God gives us the grace, Lord have mercy, and the mercy. But, but, but here he says, it's the riches of gladness. And once you and I see the master, when we see Jesus, this is all about seeing. When we see Jesus, son of God, God the son. When we see Jesus eh, in all his sovereignty. When the sovereign one says, come unto me. Eh, I got your back. I got your front. I got your sides. Come unto me. Can I get a witness? What Jesus is saying is, I got a spiritual package for you. Can I get a witness? No weapon formed against you shall prosper. I got, I got some promises that's going to hold you up. When you feel like giving up, every time you feel like giving up, I'm going to send another word to you. I'm going to send a Rima word to you. The Lord is my life and my salvation. The Lord is my high tower. The Lord, the Lord is my refuge and strength, a very present help in the time of trouble. And I like what the psalmist said in Psalm 46. He said, though the earth be removed. Uh, excuse me, y'all, y'all ain't getting this. He envisioned a a a a a, a cosmic classic. He envisioned creation reversing because land came out of the water in Genesis. Though the earth be removed, though the mountains, listen, be cast back into the midst of the sea, though the waters roar, when all things are Topsy-turvy. And life, things going to get topsy-turvy. There is a stream that shall make glad the city of God. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. Can I get a witness? I, I didn't know what that meant until I heard. Yeah, my doctor on the radio. He said that the enemy was around the camp. And they said, rather than climb the walls, let's just wait it out. They're going to run out of food and run out of water. They're going to have to open the gates and then we'll go in and kill them all. What the enemy didn't know is that underground there was a stream that made glad the city of God. They're out there talking about they should have ran out by this time. Your enemies are on your job saying they should have ran out by this time. Your family members are saying they should have ran out by this time. But God holds the key to your victory. He is my stronghold. He is my way maker. He is my storm breaker. I will not fear what man can do to me. Can I get a witness? I fought a good fight and I finished my course and I kept the faith. Every time I get in trouble, every time Satan hits me,
my feet. Because greater is he that's in me. Jesus is greater than witchcraft. Jesus is greater than Satan. Jesus is greater than the occult. He's worthy. He's timely. He always shows up on time. Isn't that right? He strengthens me. He puts me back on the street called straight. He is my way maker. He is my storm breaker. He is my, he's my bridge over trouble waters. He's a lawyer in a courtroom, a doctor in a sick room. He's worthy, anywhere Stay on our feet. As every head is bowed, eyes closed. If you're here this morning, you need to be saved. Jesus died for your sins, was buried, and rose again. He's God's only begotten Son. He's the Son of God. Only He can save you through the shed blood on Calvary's cross. If you want to be saved, just raise your hand. If you want to be saved, raise your hand. If you want to join the church from Christian experience, raise your hand. We'd love to have you. Love to have you. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your word. Thank you for the invitations. Give us sight of our sins. Give us sight of what really satisfies. But most of all, give us sight of you, our Savior, that we may walk in the newness of life. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. In Luke 22, real quick. There is Jesus telling James, I mean, John and Peter to go meet a man, get the upper room. Communion is us recognizing the symbolism of bread and water, bread and wine, excuse me. The bread is the body of Christ. The wine is symbolic of his blood. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. And as often as we do this, we do show...